Ball State University has one of the highest ranked architecture and planning colleges in the country. Our students have exceeded expectations from projects in our community to the professional opportunities they pursue all across the country. So learn more about their community engaged work and how graduates of our Ostopanel College of Architecture and Planning, how they become industry leaders. That's next on Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations. From the campus of Ball State University on Ball State PBS and Indiana Public Radio, this is Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations. At Ball State University, our promise is simple, to empower the success of our students. Our students benefit from immersive learning, innovative academic programs, and state-of-the-art facilities. Ball State offers a distinctive yet affordable educational experience and the ideal environment to prepare for a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We inspire Cardinals to transform their communities, to revolutionize their industries, and to make a difference. We fly. Are you ready to fly? Hello and welcome to Cardinal Compass. I'm Anna Chalker. And I'm Molly Keene. The College of Architecture and Planning has many active projects on and off campus. Rebecca Rosado gives us an inside look on how CAP plays a vital role in the community. Since 1965, the College of Architecture and Planning, also known as CAP, has worked with students in serving the community. In recent years, the college has worked with over 80 communities in central Indiana on various projects. Our students, really from especially let's say the urban planning department, from the beginning of coming into our program, they're working in a context where they're getting to work with the community members, learning about how real world projects work. The goal for students, real world experience. Students like Grace and Kate's have the opportunity to learn outside of a traditional classroom setting. We're not just sitting um, in a lecture learning about different aspects of planning. We're actually doing planning and learning how it actually works. These immersive learning projects also help alumni. 2006 graduate Kristen Sutting is now the owner of Inland Interior Design. She says her time with the program has helped her make her way in the industry. When I decided I was going to be an interior designer, I wanted to have as much information as I could. Um, in the technical details and all of those things that would make me um, more respected. And I mean, Ball State and architecture, it's just known. So I really wanted to be a part of it. Setting also said she gained confidence as a woman in a male-dominated industry. I wanted to be able to walk into a room of men and say, with confidence that I knew what went into those beams and the rafters and the electrical. And um, so it was just really important for me um, to jump on everything that Ball State has to offer in its architecture to program. This is just a part of what CAP is. Like I say, it's part of our DNA. Rebecca Rosado, Cardinal Compass. Joining us now is the Dean of the College of Architecture and Planning, Dave Ferguson. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. What types of concentrations can students have in CAP? So we now have seven disciplines related to the built environment. So it, it covers the gamut of what you'd see when a project starts at, say, city planning level, goes through urban design, landscape architecture, architecture, interior design, historic preservation, construction management. So we have this array that you, it's very similar to what you'd see in a professional office these days. And how do they use those concentrations in projects in the city and throughout the state? 
So we uh, center a lot of our curriculum around something called Design Studio, and it's very much like an immersive learning course, but it happens every semester for everybody. And so they're always looking for those applied projects, partnerships. We tend to view Muncie as our laboratory. And how many projects in the city have the alumni participated in? By our count, there's almost 400 projects over the years that our faculty and students have been a part of. And some of them have had very long-lasting impact, like the Cardinal Greenway. And with those alumni, how are they working with students on those projects? So our alums often have that experience when they're in the classroom. As they leave, they have their own impact on communities. Sometimes they'll partner with our students and faculty when we step into those those uh, communities. We've now touched, I think, every county in Indiana with a project of some kind, and then we've also been outside the state with some of our projects. So we're always bumping into our alums and working with them. And President Mearns, if you can speak on that as well. Yeah, so you know, we are a community-engaged institution. We are proud of the impact that our students can have on the community, and CAP is a perfect example of how our students, working under the supervision of our faculty, can engage with our graduates, can engage with community leaders to revitalize communities like Muncie, but also help to rebuild or expand major metropolitan areas that, uh, like Indianapolis and Fort Wayne, which I think we'll talk about a little bit today too. And to even get to be an alumni, you need to be in that first year program through CAP. So what is that and what types of projects do students do? Well, that common first year affects uh, three of our majors uh, as they come in. And it's pretty unique because we just for the moment say, let's just suspend your expectations around what an architect is and let's talk about the basics of design thinking and how you make critical decisions and how you gather information, how you communicate. And so all of those things are kind of imbued in these students and then they pick their major. But in that first year, they learn how to collaborate. They learn how to work on real-world projects in some cases. And uh, then our upperclassmen are the ones who really get engaged with communities. And I understand that ECAP students are involved in projects in Indianapolis. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, we're super excited about what's happening in Indianapolis right now. So at the Ball State Indy Center, which is uh, pretty much on the, on the downtown zone, we have two graduate programs, the graduate program in architecture and in urban design. We have the Center for Civic Design, which is an outreach um, uh, arm of our college and of the campus, and we're working with partners all across the metro area. One example that's really got us fired up right now is the Solar Decathlon. It's a national competition. We've won major awards as we've gone through working with the Department of Energy, U.S. Department of Energy. And um, what's unique about this particular project is we've designed a net zero energy house. So basically, it's not taking any energy out of the system. And it, we're going to build it. So we have broken ground now. And by next summer, we will have a house built. We'll have a family living in it. And they'll be in a very unique environment that's never occurred before in the city. Now, President Mearns, how is Ball State working to showcase those projects that aren't happening on campus? Well, so we try to communicate to our graduates and to our benefactors the kind of exciting, innovative, forward-thinking projects that our students are working on, as I said, under the guidance of our faculty. And we want to promote them because those are the projects of the future. We're also sharing those kinds of opportunities with prospective students, students who want to come to Ball State and participate in CAP because they see how well they're be how well prepared they'll be to work either in their own community or into other cities all across the country. And even I know we're, we have exposure for our students in international programs mm -hmm. as well so that they can see the history of urban design or architecture dating back many centuries in another continent. Absolutely. Yeah, we, in fact, we take trips every year. 
We're so excited to be able to travel internationally again. So this summer we will have four trips, uh, Japan, uh, South Korea, uh, Italy, and Paris. And so our students will get a chance to engage in those urban communities. How do you get students prepared for those trips and those projects? Um, it's all a lot of fun. You know, travel, international travel is, is transformative. And so our students spend time ahead of the trip itself, working with the faculty, might even learn a little bit of the language, but, but more than anything, our faculty who lead these trips are grounded in those locations. So they'll brief them, they, know, they have the networks, we have sister universities, and so by the time they hit the ground in those foreign countries, they, they are ready to really absorb, and our students do very well. I mean, our students tend to be the ones who are out there in the streets, really engaging with the communities. They don't want to sit in a hotel room and, and twiddle their thumbs. So it's, it's just one of those uh, times when they come back after one of those experiences, uh, as, as maybe you have it, when you've traveled and you come back into the, the setting, the home setting, everything is different, and you, you have different eyes. And so that's the, the, the really uh, wonderful thing about travel. So let's come back home to campus. Sure. There are a lot of new projects going on. I'm sure both of you can talk on this. Are there alumni working on them right now? Yes, yeah, so when we're selecting an architect or an architectural firm to design one of our new buildings, whether it's the renovation of the Cooper Science Building or Foundational Sciences, when we're interviewing or selecting those firms, we try to find firms that also have a significant number of our graduates working at those firms. That's one of the factors we consider. And Dave, you can probably tell me which are the ones that are currently underway or recently uh, completed that uh, firm used our, our, our graduates in the design of that project. So I've been a part of the Master Plan Committee for a number of years. Um, I've yet to see a project come through that we didn't have our alums working on. Uh, really, there's usually multiple firms. So it could be a construction management firm, an architecture firm, interior design. And our alums are almost always on uh, front and center and often presenting, often the project manager. And it's my understanding that sometimes construction management students, students, not graduates, might be helping to watch or monitor a project as it's being built on our campus. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for our students. And so they, they have something right. In fact, even the architecture students can benefit from watching those projects come on board. Um, but what's remarkable about the, uh, the firms that we've hired is that they're very open. In fact, often they'll hire our students as interns before the project's over. We've had some students who went from being an intern with a firm, working on a project at Ball State. They graduate. They're still working on that project, but for the firm as a permanent employee. Yeah. Now, I wish some of those projects would move along more quickly, but of course <laughs> it takes time <laughs> to do those designs and construction. <laughs> yeah. And what process do you guys have to take to start a new project? Are you talking about a project either through CAP out in the community or on campus? Um, both. Okay, so certainly on campus, as the dean mentioned a moment ago, we have a long-term master plan, and I think you've heard on this program Jim Lowe talk about the planning process. So we don't do these buildings or projects or designs episodically. It's all part of a long-term master plan that we continue to work on project by project. And in the communities, often the projects find us, now we do have that uh, Center for Civic Design I mentioned in, in Indianapolis, they'll field calls. Our departments, department chairs will field calls, but uh, there are uh, so many projects across the state that just beg for some planning and design help, and they often know the Ball State name and they'll call our college and we'll route them to the right location. It's often just a case, it's almost like matchmaking. There's a faculty here with a studio, 
uh, group of students and they're ready to do a project in the inner city working around affordable housing and then somebody comes along and has that kind of opportunity we put them together and magic happens. Dave, thank you. When Ball State students graduate they pursue many opportunities throughout the country. Elissa Maudlin explores the many things some of our alumni are doing. You may think CAP students keep their studies strictly at Ball State, but through immersive learning, they are extending their cardinal wings past the bell tower. Last year we were uh, in the second year studio and we were working on the Kitzelman Pure Energy Park. That's a site in Eastern Muncie on East Jackson Street. Uh, and it's a, a former brownfield redevelopment, so trying to take space that used to have a use uh, is now just a little bit uh, banged up and, and needs to be cleaned up and turn it into something that can uh, serve the community for years to come. Fourth year urban planning student Elise Jones also worked in Muncie on a project restoring an elementary school. There's an actual abandoned um, empty site that was in need of a new development solution. But Jones didn't just stay in Muncie. In another project, she created a comprehensive plan and used her cardinal wings in Selma, Indiana. A current project for CAP students is working on the electric works development in Fort Wayne. And we'll get to speak to Fort Wayne residents about what they want to see in their neighborhood um, and how we might be able to implement those ideas into our neighborhood plan that we will have completed by the end of the semester. Through these immersive learning projects, CAP students learn community skills, which they say are vital to their careers. At least half of it is all about uh, your skills and talking to people because at the end of the day you can think you know you know what you want to be done in the neighborhood but the residents of the neighborhood are who really want to bring their ideas forward. When earning their degrees CAP students are not only learning about urban planning but they're also aiding the communities around them. Elissa Maudlin, Cardinal Compass. Joining us now is Jeff Kingsbury, a Ball State alumnus and leader for many architecture projects around the state of Indiana. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. How did your education at Ball State prepare you for your career? It was really integral. Um, I think I really learned the importance of what we call the triple bottom line, which is when you develop or design projects, you have to think about people, you have to think about place, and you also have to think about profit. And um, most uh, people that are in my business, which is real estate development, approach it really from the profit side or really the financial um, disciplines. What I learned was really the importance of, of design and placemaking and, and, and how places are important to really affect people's lives. So um, that I think has been a real differentiator for, for my career. And what um, made you decide that Ball State was the right place for you? Well, there was a number of, of reasons. Um, one was that my, my mother uh, went here, so uh, I was a legacy. Um, the other was that when I was a high school junior, uh, I attended a, a summer program um, called the um, uh, Design, um, Design Week, and uh, it allows high school students uh, to have an immersive experience and really understanding what the environmental design disciplines are really all about. So that was, that was it for me. Ball State was the only place I applied, and the College of Architecture and Planning was the only place I wanted to go. And describe some of the projects that demonstrate how Ball State has prepared you for fulfilling this career. Well, I've been very blessed to be able to work really across the country and, uh, and around the world. Um, and that's because I've had great mentors and, and, and people that have helped me along, along the way and along my career. Um, I've had the opportunity to work on urban revitalization projects in, in Chicago. Um, work on large-scale sustainable development projects um, out west. Um, 
uh, worked in the United Arab Emirates, um, but but one that's really near and dear to my heart is, is Electric Works, which we're developing in my hometown of Fort Wayne. Can you tell us a little bit about Electric Works and what your involvement is with it? Sure. I'm uh, uh, one of the developers. I'm a, I'm a partner in a firm called Encora, and we're the lead developer on, on the project. Um, so we've been working on this for about five years. We acquired a property from General Electric, an old industrial campus, and we reimagined that as a, as a new place for innovation and economic development for uh, uh, the next hundred years the way it was the previous hundred years so it includes office retail residential uh, education healthcare, a variety of uses with a focus on on how that those uses can come together and create new ideas and, and innovation and are there any students working on this project along with you guys yeah and a lot of alumni um, uh, this is a very big project. It's about $286 million that we're doing in partnership with the state of Indiana, the city of Fort Wayne, and Allen County. And um, uh, by my count, there's been about 100 alumni that, are, that are, have had some way of touching this project over the last five years. But we also see a real opportunity for uh, students, not just in the College of Architecture and Planning, but even across the university, to engage in this in a real long-term project that's going to change a lot of lives. And so um, we've been uh, really excited about exploring those opportunities with Ball State University. And President Burns, how is Ball State connecting students with these projects like Electric Works? Well, one of the things we've done is uh, the dean has been in very close contact with Jeff. Uh, as Jeff described, I think we have half a dozen or 10 architectural firms just in the Fort yeah. Wayne metropolitan area itself. And so the first way we're connecting is with our students and our faculty in the role that they can play presently in the completion of the project. But over the summer, we had a retreat with our board of trustees. We also invited all of the deans before that retreat began to do a tour of Electric Works with Jeff so that all of the deans could see the project and imagine how they could connect the programs in their college to what's happening in Electric Works. And so I anticipate that probably in the next wave, uh, our faculty and students in Teachers College may be in, in communications. Mm -hmm. And so I think it will grow over time. But I wanted to bring the deans there so that they could literally see what might be possible for their programs. And Jeff, what has one of uh, your favorite projects been? Uh, it's usually the next one. Um, I, uh, like I said, I've been very fortunate to be involved in some really impactful uh, projects. Uh, like I said, I do think this one is special because it touches so many of the things I really care about personally. Uh, uh, education and offering opportunities to, to, to people that maybe haven't had access to opportunities. It's about uh, revitalizing communities, particularly those in the heartland, um, impacting the communities, particularly the ones that Ball State is really focused on through the College of Architecture and Planning and Outreach, um, and then also uh, access to health care, access to healthy, healthy food, and, um, and, and really helping Heartland communities um, create a template for, for how they can succeed in the future. And President Burns, if you can speak on that as well. Yeah, so the, the, we know that what happens in buildings, it's important to inform the design of buildings. And so as Jeff said earlier, it's about people and places and how a development whether it's a single home, like the dean described in Indianapolis, that uh, net zero carbon emissions, or a major project like Electric Works, it helps our students see what's possible after they graduate from Ball State. 
And with all the projects that you've accomplished, what would be some advice that you would give uh, other students? Well, I think um, uh, for me, um, when I decided to come to Ball State, and I came originally thinking that I wanted to be an architect, um, I was really, my eyes were open during that first year program that the dean talked about and uh, found my path in the urban planning discipline because I liked that scale. And, and what I was really looking for was more of a, an education rather than a vocation. And for me, urban planning gave me exposure to economics, sociology, political science, environmental science. So I had a much broader um, view of, of how the built environment can really affect people. And so uh, I guess I'd encourage students in particular to just be open to the many opportunities that, that Ball State offers, and particularly uh, CAP, through uh, the community-based projects program where you can get real hands-on experience as a student um, through the many international travel opportunities uh, that, that, that we have um, and uh, just getting involved in, on campus too. Well, Jeff, thank you so much. That's all we have time for for that part of the discussion. President Burns, we want to give you the final minute for your reflection on today's conversation. Well, first of all, thank you, Mala and Molly and Anna, for giving us this opportunity to showcase one, showcase one of our signature programs. As you heard from the Dean, in the College of Architecture and Planning, our students are exposed to all of the seven disciplines in the built environment. So they, real get a, they get a comprehensive and holistic view of what's possible after they graduate. And then when they're able to engage with alumni like uh, Jeff and some of his other partners, it gives them the ability to see how they can transform their communities through architecture, through planning, through the built environment to make the world a better place for so many other people. So thank you. Well, thank you, President Mearns. I'm Anna Chalker. And I'm Molly Keene. Also, thanks to our guests, Jeff Kingsbury and Dave Ferguson. Make sure to join us next time for Cardinal Compass, Campus, and Community Conversations. At Ball State University, we welcome you as a learning partner from day one. Our students bring creativity and determination to each aspect of the learning experience, from the classroom to the community. At Ball State, we help students turn an emerging passion into an enduring purpose. Our beautiful campus, welcoming environment, immersive learning, and collaborative culture provide the ideal place for you to pursue your journey to a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We fly. Are you ready to fly? Cardinal Compass was produced at Ball State University by students of the College of Communication, Information, and Media at the studios of University Media Services. Cardinal Compass was produced by Emily Moore. Audio engineering by Sam Robinson. Special thanks to Sean Ashcraft for production assistance, the Department of Media, University Media Services, Ball State Marketing and Communications, and the Digital Corps.